All right, welcome back to the Age Gap Realness Podcast. I am your host, Natalie Workman, and I have the one, the only, Christina McInnes here. I have to say, I am so thrilled that you are coming as part of this podcast and joining me on this journey because when I started this podcast, and we'll get full circle here in a second, when I started this back in January, I put on my vision board that I wanted to have five new friends in Portland. And I was like, how am I going to put myself out there? How am I going to meet these women? And then somehow I stumbled upon you blooming bloggers and fast forward six months. Here we are in this podcast studio in Portland. And I feel like we've been fast friends. We really have. What's so funny is literally we went to coffee and you said that. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. Like I felt like it was so organic. We got introduced by a photographer actually. And she was like, you would love her. And then I literally had 30 seconds with you out of the event. And I was like, sorry, got to roll. And then I think I messaged you or somebody messaged somebody. And I was like, okay, let's grab coffee. Let's chat. Let's Let's make this happen. Oh, for sure. I came to your side of town and now you're on my side of town so really we're doing a good job you yeah. know back and forth it's working out pretty well <laughs> I, I, I like it. the start of this <laughs> and then we will both be at the same place in two weeks for the big event which i'm so yes. excited to talk about me too october 6th we're gonna be at the great room pdx so it's a brand new event space in uh beaverton actually so it's by castaway and blockhouse if you have any idea who those event space companies are. I'm really bad with the Portland event space. You're I have totally no bad. idea. I'm like I'll, the day of, I'll pull it up on the GPS, be like, oh, great, it's 32 minutes away. That's me too. But like until I had to do event stuff, I was like, I have no idea what this is. Mm-hmm. And then finally I was like, okay, let's start looking into it. And then we had our event back in January mm-hmm. at Blockhouse. It was beautiful. I, I missed that one. I remember finding you guys the day after. And I I happened to have been in town that weekend. And I, I was so bummed that I missed it. And we have just a little uh, a ding. We have Don't, a ding. Oh, we'll just handle that like a champ. That was my fault. <laughs> he always handles it like a champ. Um, so let's take a step back. There is Blooming Bloggers, there is your blog, there is about to be your podcast, but you started in the blog space. I did. So I started, oh gosh, it's like five years ago. I can't believe you started, like, let's talk about that for a second. You started in the blog space five years ago. That was early. That would like, I would consider you an early adopter in the blogosphere. Yeah, I was, but what was funny, so in high school, I had a blog called Everything Fashion 33, the most disgusting thing. Is this still alive? Yes, Okay, Everything Fashion 33. What was the 33 for? I have no, because everything fashion was taken, and I just typed in (laughs) 33. Literally a junior in high school, like my cover (laughs) picture is me frolicking through a field with like a fry bag and this long dress that I stole from my mom's closet that was literally like I think like $400 like not even at all what I should have been wearing who I was targeting joke I was like all right so it's I all did... I can do not to pull this up right oh now just gosh. to let you know I won't <laughs> but everybody else should yeah I need to see this you have to see it and I have I think the Instagram is still live Ooh. and I am literally like throwing up leaves like trying to like really get in the tumbler sphere it. love it but I started that and then was like wait I have no idea how to run a website how to really write I'm dyslexic <laughs> by the way. So I was like, how are we going to figure this all out? And um, I actually got picked up by College Fashionista, which is a company in New York. And I did some social stuff for them, started blogging for them. That was how I got like my first set of collabs, kind of like dipped my toe in. And then I did that for about two and a half years. Mm -hmm. And then I got picked up by a women empowerment blog. And I was like, 
what is feminism? Like, what is... Are you a junior... Or you were a junior when it started. You're a freshman in college at this point? Okay. So I'm a freshman in college at this point. Um, I did college fashionista up until, like, sophomore year-ish. So then I got picked up Mm -hmm. um, by what is what was formerly velvet and vinyl but now it's like rebranded okay. and that's how i met like one of my best friends she literally like slid into my dms no. was like what are you doing you're cute let's get coffee done done instant I friendship like, yeah i was like oh my god i love you that's how it happens so now she lives in ohio and she actually might be speaking at the blooming blogger event it's Ooh. still up you might get a meter yeah, but her name's I'm libby um and she, libby 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 with a b okay yeah, with libby a b. And she is now the head uh, photographer for Oil of OA. I know. So she just got Dang. that job. I know. She's pumped. And I'm how so old is she? She's just turned 26. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And how old are you? 23. Okay. I just want to give all of you guys perspective. <laughs> like, she is doing all of these things. And something else that we just talked about right before we went on camera is the fact that she is also a full-time student. Like, she's going through school while she has this blog, while she has this podcast, while she has everything that she's doing. She was just in New York Fashion Week last week. Like, it's ridiculous. You are you are amazing. But You are so sweet. Thank continue. You. Please continue. But so we, I did College Fashionista, Velvet and Vinyl. Then I did, um, I worked with two personal stylists in Portland, which was one of my favorite jobs ever. We did closet hauls, family photos, did photo shoots for like all these big companies. I got to dress um, the owner of Little Big Burger and Blue Star Donuts. So, like, her full family. It was just her and her husband. But it was so much freaking fun. Did you get any free donuts? I didn't. That's all right. That's all right. I didn't need them. Well, I mean, (laughs) whoever needs a donut. I know. But so that was awesome. And then finally, my friend Madeline was sitting with me. This was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, so this was two years ago. And it was right before, like, two weeks before my birthday. My birthday's August 3rd. And... We're sitting on our bed with like a bottle of wine, just chatting about boys, life, all the things. And she was like, I'm actually sick of you talking about how the fact you want to start a blog. Like, why don't you? Like, you're making all these people money. You're doing this for so many different people. Why don't you do this Hmm. for yourself? I was like, I don't know how to do a website. I don't know this. And she's like, God, sounds like so many excuses. Oh, and then I called you out. Oh, she did. And I called her out, too. And I was like, wow, this actually makes Hmm. so much sense. I've been telling everyone, too, to, like, go for things and, like, try new stuff. And I'm literally sitting here, like, not doing it. And I was like, wow, I'm a hypocrite. So we grabbed my computer, started my Wix site, and I designed it from scratch and launched a week later. A week later. So you went from how long had you wanted to start it? Honestly, since everything fashion 33. Okay. So since sophomore, junior year of high school. Yeah. And then finally, like, having a site that I was, like, proud of with the color scheme I wanted with the pictures I wanted so I worked with a photographer we did seven shoots lined them up and then consequently of course just how life happens right after I launched the blog like the trifecta of like shit happened so Mm. my dad almost died I got broken up with and my brother got diagnosed with schizophrenia so we had Mm. like the trifecta yeah and that kind of put the blog on the back burner for five weeks and then I picked it back up and I've just been running with it since has it been an outlet for you since then? Oh, 100%. I mean, I've read your post, so I know this. Like, you are – tell me more about what you write about on the blog. It kind of depends. I so love it's- it. <laughs> like, especially the recent uh, Dating Chronicles. The Dating Chronicles number oh. two launched today, and I was doing it. Have you ever watched or uh, read Girl, Wash Your Face? I haven't yet. It is so I need to. good. Okay. You have to. Okay. I'll put it on my list. And one of the things she does per chapter is she says like a lie that we tell ourselves. So then I started, I was like, I love that idea. So for um, everything, 
oh, I can't even speak. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about the cheating stuff um, today, yes. actually. Oh. So the dating chronicles, like the number one is everybody cheats, mm. which is not true. Which is not true. But it's a lie that I've told myself. Myself. Yeah. Yeah. So I like go into it and it launched and I was not ready for it to launch today. And one of um, a girl who helps me with my graphics, I was like messaging her and I was like, crap, it's launching. She's like, just let it launch. Like yeah. you're fine. So I was like, all right. So I talk about like fashion, lifestyle, dating, traveling. All the things. All the things. So question for you, when it comes to launching something that is so personal it's so easy for people to just feel held back because of what their closest circle thinks of them. Like they just don't choose to move forward on the project that they want, Mm -hmm. the blog that they want to create, the podcast they want to create. How have you trained yourself to go for it and hit publish even when you have still to this day these feelings of, oh shit, I don't know if I should do this. It's a little bit awkward, especially when like you have family involved. You have people who are constantly reading your stuff. Mm -hmm. And it does get sometimes uncomfortable. But at the same time, I know that especially talking about like stuff with my brother, stuff, you know, with like my dad almost dying. Like that stuff is like real shit that you have to go for. Mm -hmm. You have to do. And even like my podcast, like I'm sure there's going to be topics my parents don't love. All right, then don't listen to it. Like, oh, so, oh, for me, truth. it's so true. And it's like, this is me. And if like you can't accept that this is what I want to do with my life, then uh-huh. stop watching it. Mm-hmm. Stop listening to it. Like mm-hmm. I posted um, a picture on my Facebook the other day and my aunt had a comment oh, about no. it. She was like, um, <laughs> the thing, though, the dress I was wearing was like a little bit sheer and you could totally like see my nipple. See the thing. And okay. I was like, okay. <laughs> and she was like, this is not classy. And I was like, this is your perception of what's not classy. Oh. I go, I'm fine with who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with who I am. But the fact that you say it's not classy has more to do with you and your values, your perception of life than it ever will about me. Absolutely. But a lot of people just can't get over that. They yeah. they can't even put themselves out there because they know that Aunt Sally or Uncle John is going to say something and then they never end up doing the things that they want to do, which ultimately leads them to having lives that are not fulfilled where they're not pushing themselves forward. But it starts with such little things like posting a nip slip on (laughs) Facebook, right? Like it's the small things. It does. And I've had to literally hit my friend Jessie, who I love her. I don't know if you met her at the last moving blogger event. She's so stinking cute. But I talked about all the time about hitting like a fuck it button. Mm -hmm. And I had made a joke about it of just going for it. You hit this button. So I love Amazon. She went on Amazon, found me a button that is literally like this black base with like a red top and you hit it and it says fuck it. From all these different, like, famous people. Why didn't you bring it with you? Honestly, it's in the car, and I should have done it. <laughs> if I could, I would run okay. down and grab it right Before now. Before you yes. leave, I want to hit the fuck it button. Oh, you have I to. I love this. It's so good, but honestly, that does help me. Like, right mm-hmm. before I did my first podcast, which is launching tomorrow, right before, like, virtually in my head before I launched my blog, that's kind of what I did. Yeah. And... It's funny, like little by little people, like family and stuff, they will always have their opinions. Mm -hmm. But I think knowing in yourself, like your end goals, what you want to do, what you want to like have for your life is so much more important than someone else's opinion of you. Like I always tell myself when someone 
last night wrote me a message about how stupid I was, yada, 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 because I spelled something wrong in a post. Oh, my god! And it's like someone else. Somebody else. Do they put any content out there or no. they do? Okay, <laughs> no, not okay. at all. Yeah. I'm like, sit back and judge from the sidelines. Exactly. You are on the bench. Somebody who is <laughs> yeah. like a voyeur and never <laughs> yeah. pushing publish on any piece of content. Exactly. And I feel like everybody else will always have something to say about you. Yep. You just have to know who you are as a person and realize like, their perception, like I said, has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't. Mm-hmm. And you can't let that like kind of like bog you down. Like the yeah. the part about her last night that I think really got me was the fact I feel like a lot of people have misconceptions about dyslexia mm-hmm. and they just think you're dumb. And I'm like, I know I'm not dumb, no. but because I spelled that wrong, I'm sorry. I'm human. Right. Like, get over it. Look at all the other great stuff I've created. Yeah. Look at all the other creativity that I have. There's no, there's no way, like you're the dumb one because yeah. <laughs> you can't even get out of your own way to create something that is so enticing and so exciting for you that you're like not busy enough to keep your energy there and hate on me or shit on what yeah. I'm talking about. It's like, come on. Yeah. And I kind of laughed because I said, I was like, thanks so much for the engagement. I was like, happy you read the post. <laughs> like my favorite. I love to see like, thanks for the opportunity. I'm going to swipe left. <laughs> like just love really. Yep. Or when I had a really, really nasty comment, I was sitting with my dad and I was like, it's hard to have so many fans. And he was like, tell her that. So I sent it back. And each time I say that to someone who is hating on me, no response. Nothing. It what just you... shuts them down yep. because you have to like throw a little sarcasm in there to be a little funny. You can't take yourself too seriously. No, you can't. Brandon and I do have this discussion quite a bit because he gets a lot of direct emails from people. Like people don't direct message him, but they will email him just long paragraphs about what he's doing is a scam or he's a fraud and he has this young girlfriend and I'm going to leave him. Like there are countless people who do this to him. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times he his goal is to make that person change their mind. And what irritates me is he often does change their mind. Like within a few couple like email yeah. exchanges, he actually has moved this person from a hater to a fan. Yeah. But I keep saying like there's no point in even engaging. Like just be funny and like let it go. It sounds like you and I are more aligned than, yeah. than him on like you just don't dive into the whole conversation. It's not a door that's opening something. No, it's a door that's closed. Right. Like, like bye. And I'll, I'll be funny door. while we yeah. while we say no. And I feel like if I don't share that stuff unless I can like give knowledge to somebody about how to deal with a person like with a person or if I can make it funny like if I can make it funny and show like younger girls like around me like look this person say like the nastiest thing to me ever Mm. but I can turn it into a joke Mm. now maybe they can do that when they're at school or at work or wherever they are and someone's like saying something disgusting to them whether Mm. that be in a message or in person then they can be like okay Maybe she laughed it off. Maybe I can too. Yeah. I don't have to take myself so seriously. Yeah. I can do this too. Exactly. All right. So speaking of younger women and the example that you're able to set for people, I want to talk about Blooming Bloggers and what you've created with this event in the Portland space to open up the conversation that we're having right now to women around us. Yeah. So we started, me and Ambrosia started Blooming Bloggers. I'm a freak. I'm just saying that right now. <laughs> I literally did not know Ambrosia. And one of my friends who happened, the photographers connect everyone. Yeah, it's true. It really is because they know all the people. So this photographer um, named Shauna, she's actually getting married on the 20th of this month. 
Oh. I know, which is like already passed. Which has already passed. <laughs> okay, we have to let you guys in on this because this is airing on Monday and her podcast is launching on Tuesday. We're like, okay, let's just pretend like it's Monday. And when you talk about the podcast, just be like, and tomorrow it's going to launch. Exactly. But Until now, then, but we, now I we're it messing it up. So it is not the 23rd today. It's actually like the 17th, but your friend is getting married on the 20th. 20th yes. If I wouldn't have put in a date, we could have done it. <laughs> But almost did the damn thing. Almost did the damn thing, <laughs> but next time we'll do it better. But um, so what she connected me and Ambrosia was like, you would love each other. So yeah. I was getting flown out to Arizona um, right uh, at the Powerhouse Powerhouse event. Women event. Yeah. And so that was last year this time. And she was like, Amazing. you should invite Ambrosia. And I was like, okay, I don't know her. Let's take her on a five-day trip with us. Why Great. not? So I texted her. Could be a psychopath. Exactly. I'm like, whatever. it'll be a good story. So I texted her and was like, hi, this is Christy. Let's hop on a phone call. Who's like, who the hell is this girl? So I, she like hops on. I'm like, hi, I'm Christy. You want to go to Arizona for a week? And she was like, what? And I was like, well, it's free. So she was like, let's do it. So we fly down to Arizona. And we have this idea because we have a photographer with us. Like We're like, let's go to Horseshoe Bend. Like, how fun would it be to, like, get all these pictures, do all this stuff? Little did we know it's a four-hour drive there and back, but we were for it. Did you do it? Oh, we did it. Oh, so, my. <laughs> we're, like, there's so many places you could have taken photos in Phoenix or in yeah. Scottsdale. Nope. You had to, had to take we a trip. We had to go. I was like, hey, once in a lifetime. Not really because I'm going to go back to Arizona. But right. At the you time, can come visit me anytime oh, you want. I would love to. And so we drove out to Horseshoe Bend and Shauna, the photographer, was in the back. Literally like, will these girls ever shut up? <laughs> we talked for the full eight hours. No breaths. I'm pretty sure. I, I'm sure you guys could understand this. Like she is a talkative person. You're like bubbly and you have something to say about everything, which is such a great characteristic. I love this about you. But I can imagine like you guys are just talking, you're chatting. It's yeah. nonstop. And so then she was like talking about her hopes and dreams and what she wanted to do with mm. her life. And I was like, okay, you know, like I'm a lot younger than Ambrosia is. She just turned 40 and she's accomplished all these amazing things. And I was like, wow, like I aspire to do that. And we just started talking. And then a week later, I was in San Francisco. So I had like a few hours between Arizona and San Francisco. And I literally had to swap bags with my dad, hop on a flight there. She calls me and she's like, I have this idea. And I was like, okay. And she's like, I want to call it Blooming Bloggers. I want to host like a one-time workshop for people in the Portland area. One-time workshop. Be like, why would we not Sounds do great. this? Sounds one great. time, one, one and done, done. <laughs> one and done. And then we started planning. I'm still in school at Oregon State at this point, so it was a little wild. I was doing my first conference, so I had like a blogging panel and was like, okay, this would be a good time to pitch it and see what people think. Totally. And everybody loved it. So I'm like on a panel. I was teaching two workshops during this conference, and I kind of pitched it to people who were local to see if there would be interest. Everybody was in. And I was like, wait, we might have something here. This might not just be a one-time thing. Yeah. And we were both kind of like, maybe that was in the back of our mind, but we had no idea that we would have like eight events in a year, now have like multiple employees. Like it's transitioned and like spiraled in the best way possible. But Blooming Bloggers to like back it up now from what it was to what it is now. So we host seminars, workshops, and do one-on-one consulting. So we help like brands rebrand or we help um, them with like a business strategy or we just had one of our clients. um, We have a a array of clients that all do different things, which I love because I love a challenge. Mm -hmm. And each market is so different. So we have a girl um, 
Taw Bags, um, and she's okay with me saying her name. Perfect. <laughs> but she was featured in like Italian Vogue, and we have another girl who's launching like a Paleo Bites company. Who we just help her get into like Market of Choice, New Seasons. That's amazing. So it's really cool to like be surrounded by people who are so passionate about their dreams because yep. like clearly externally motivated over here. Like when someone else gets excited, I get excited. So can we talk about this idea when other women are successful? I think that there's this this concept going around today where you're not supposed to compete with other women. Like, don't compete, collaborate. And for me, I think the competition is good and healthy oh, when it's about things that are progressing your career, when it's about projects that you're looking to do. I don't I don't take the tack that we shouldn't compete. Like competition is good. Compete and collaborate. Like have something oh, totally. that gets that fire and those juices going. So in the morning you're like, oh, she's doing this. I can do this too. Totally. Like, I can I can rock that. And like in the blogging sphere too, I try to do that a lot because I think there's a way to be friends with a lot of people. Yes. Be able to network, but be like, okay, so I love this idea and I love this idea. How can I make it my own? Yep. And like keep growing and not stay stagnant yep. because like totally people are like collaborate over competition. And I'm like, okay, that's great yeah. until you're literally not moving. Right. And you're like, yeah, I'm collaborating with all these people, but how is it helping me grow? Right. So I am 100% with you on that. And the fire that is created when you're competing, like when you're in a game, when you're thinking about like how you can move yourself forward and be better, it just forces you to be around people who are doing bigger and better things totally, in order to be able to compete on whatever level they're competing on. Yeah. And to get feedback too. I think that's so important. People like don't want criticism. And personally, I love criticism. Same. I'm like, throw it towards me because yeah. if it's constructive, that can help me. Yep. If you're just going to be a dick, I really don't want to hear it. <laughs> Like, but if I have to be a dick and you don't have any content that you've ever published and you're going to throw shade on me. Press delete. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for delete. being a fan. Yeah. But like I have a friend, like I was talking about Libby. So mm-hmm. I'll send her certain things and she'll totally give give me feedback and be like, that was good. That really wasn't. And mm-hmm. a girl that I talk about that I market to all the time um, named Tiffany. Tiffany. She, she's actually a real person. And oh. I won't say who it is, but it is based on a real person. And she sends me per blog post um, five things I did well and five things I didn't. Love it. Every blog post. And what she says is so constructive mm. that it's like she knows me and she reposts everything that I post. Oh. Like she is awesome. And like, I'm like grateful because that's how I came up with the idea for Tiffany was like thinking about, okay, she is my target girl. Wait, so tell us about Tiffany. Who's So when we were getting this all set up, we were talking about the different camera angles because you guys can't see what we see, but we have like lights and there's televisions <laughs> and there's cameras, there's all the there things. Is. So we were talking like, where do you look when you're conversing on this podcast? Do we look at each other or do we look at the cameras? Do we look at you? <laughs> Exactly. And I was like, or Will said, look at this camera when you're talking and making a point, but it's a little intimidating to just be talking to a camera sometimes. So she has this camera, this person that she's talking to named Tiffany. So when she's talking at the camera, she's talking to Tiffany. Yes. Hi, Tiff. Hi, Tiff. So Hi, Tiff. She, <laughs> hello there. But she is a real person. Yep. Um, and But I also use like statistics and like what I use for swipes, swipe ups and stuff and certain things I post that do well or don't to shift that. So Tiffany is in her early 20s. She's just graduated, lives downtown. Um, probably with some roommates is what I have like come to see because okay. she can't fully afford like 
a place, you know, that's all by herself. Yeah. But definitely lives downtown because she wants the convenience. She works downtown. No rats with no the roommates. Rats. No rats from New York. Okay, we'll there. get to that story in a second. <laughs> um, and she loves to get, like, um, good sales and good finds and is willing to splurge on a few key items, but they need to last. Mm. Or they need to do something that's, like, instantly beneficial. Like, she doesn't want to have an eye cream that's going to take six months to work. Like, we want it to be like, okay, it starts working on the second use so that she can constantly be like, okay, I'm benefiting myself, but loves, like, fast fashion, to be honest. So we're on Amazon. We're on Forever 21. We're on Urban Outfitters. Like, all the places that are, like, hot and trendy, Mm -hmm. but also aren't going to, like, break the bank. Like, I can buy two Forever 21 sweatshirts. They're probably going to fall, like, fall apart in a few months. You're not going to wear them next season. Exactly. They're not Forever pieces. (laughs) They're not. But there's, like, key items that she would totally splurge on, like mm-hmm. a really expensive bag. Or, um, two, I have, like, a lot of dupes that I use, mm-hmm. and those go so well. Like, I have this I Gucci dupe that. Uh-huh. that is identical. I have a real Gucci bag, uh-huh. and I compared it, and me and my mom were like, this is a little scary. Like, this is almost wrong because they look <laughs> so, so similar. So similar. 40 bucks on Amazon. Love it. And I posted, or, like, today – Clearly not real hair. I have like a violet situation happening at the moment. These extensions, I have sold so many of. They're 10 bucks on Amazon. It, it looks incredible. The violet situation, she put some um, purple shampoo in her hair and left it in a little too long. They sent a warning letter that happened to be 10 minutes. I did it this morning. Oh, you did it this morning? Yes. <laughs> I thought you did it last night. No. I was like, well, I was going to do it last night. And then I put it in and was like, oh, okay, I'm going to run around, did some cleaning, made my bed, yada, yada. And thank God my hands are not purple anymore because they were. So... Also, in the warning email, it said, no. please use gloves. No. So I'm over here with, like, all the exfoliation this morning, like, rubbing my hands together. Now the spray tan is off. <laughs> yeah. Would you recommend oh. this product? Yeah. You I have would? to look okay. up what it is, but definitely, like, read the warning okay. and look for the warning email. Okay. And put the gloves on. Put the gloves on. Don't keep it on for past when it says. Yeah. It was like a, it was like a two, one to two minutes if you've never used it before. <laughs> Three to five if, like, you're experienced with purple shampoo. And then it was, like, up to 15 if you're looking for those, like, bright white tones. And I was like, I'm bright white. (laughs) And so put it on for 15, and now we're Barney. We've got a Barney hue happening. It's just a hue. I liked how you said it earlier. It's a whisper. A whisper. It's a whisper. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So tell me a little bit about the podcast that is launching tomorrow. So it's called The Bottled Blonde. I'm blonde. So fitting. (laughs) So fitting. Blonde. uh, You can be blonde, too, for $10 on Amazon. Um, And I love alcohol. Like, I was like, hey, it's perfect. Like, how could this not go well? So I came up with the name last year at the conference that I was telling you about where I hosted the workshops to the panel. It was called The Together Experience. And it randomly came to me when I was like, The Bottled Blonde. Like, how fun and cute would that be? Love it. Um, And then, honestly, I just had the name and talked a lot about it Mm. and was like, okay, I was sitting with you. This was actually right after I met with you, Mm -hmm. um, like a few weeks ago, and then with a girl who helps my parents out, like clean our house. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about boys and all this stuff. And she was like, honestly, give me a reason why you haven't started a podcast. And I was like, again, like my blog, I was like, I'm uneducated. I was like, I don't have the time. 
And like all these literally excuses. And she just kind of looked at me for a second. And I was like, oh my God, I'm doing it again. And I was like, this is time. I was like, we're stagnant. Let's mm-hmm. move. So I knew two girls who had started podcast in Portland. And I was like, I'm just going to pick their brain. So one of them I knew pretty well. One of them not at all. And I was like, okay, I'm going to ask the girl who I don't really know at all. See if I can make a connect. Yep. But also see if like she would be willing to provide me any knowledge. So I messaged her and was like, hey, would love to hop on the phone with you. Literally talked to this girl once. She I was, love that you'll just call people. So many people are afraid of calling someone and just asking I to loved, connect. Yeah, I love a good call. It, <laughs> ambrosia. <laughs> yeah. This is great. And I, love I feel it. like that's when you like make the best connects mm-hmm. because over text things like I'm like a three word texter. I'm like, great. Okay, perfect. Yeah, like, sounds good. I'm an emoji texter. I send this one. Oh, I did. I got one, one of those. Did you yeah, get one of those? Yeah, because I'm just like, sounds great. Perfect. Yeah. So I called her and she was like, wait. I think you could be a great addition to like our podcasting kind of like umbrella. So a little bit about the podcast. It's by Genie Inc. Okay. Um, and they're a travel company. So they are launching an app that's coming out soon. That's all about like traveling, recommendations, all that kind of stuff. I travel all the time. Perfect. So they were like, if you want to make a podcast, like this is kind of what we're thinking. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, these are my ideas. So I pitched the bottled blonde. I told him about Tiffany, which I'm going to assume, obviously haven't tested it yet, is going to be pretty similar to the people on the podcast who yes. are going to be listening. So they're like, wait, this sounds great. Unfiltered blonde alcohol. What could go wrong? Oh, great. <laughs> but um, then I was like, I want to interview a whole bunch of entrepreneurs who are successful in their own way. On my blog, I have like a section of the blog called Unfiltered. Uh And it's all about people who are like unfiltered and successful in their own way. Because every single like shape of success is different. Yes. And what is successful to you could be completely different to me. So I just think it's so important to hear like a wide range of people and then hopefully get something out of it too. While we're a little tipsy. (laughs) So (laughs) even better. What's the bottle of choice? Honestly, rosé. I love some summer water. Okay. I really do. I've never tried summer water. I've seen it, but I've never tried it. It's so good. that's a you brand, right? Yeah. Summer water. Mm-hmm. I know some people say that. They're like, oh, this is my summer water. Yeah. It's actually like, a brand. No, 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 but act like yeah. summer water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I tried a uh, whispering angel. I do like that. It okay. is a whisper of rosé. <laughs> we're on a whisper theme. <laughs> we are. But yeah, that's good too. So each time we're going to have like just different bottles we're going to be trying, kind of taste test it. It's like Gary Vaynerchuk with Wine Library TV meets a hot blonde with other (laughs) attractive women who are successful. Perfect. What's not to love? (laughs) This is going to be a hit. I can already tell. I feel it. I'm so excited. But the first podcast, we were a little too tipsy. Like we were lacking sleep. So we were talking about all this different stuff that had happened. And my friend Madeline was Mm -hmm. actually like interviewing me for the first one because she launched the blog with me. And we were like, how perfect is that you're going to be with me for the first podcast? podcast. And now she's helping me like vet people to interview. It's amazing. Yeah. So it's like a perfect like little pair and we feed off of each other. So I'm like very scared <laughs> to hear it. I'm like, oh no. When will you hear it? Have you heard it yet? I haven't heard it yet. Okay. He, um, my producer, I say his name is Jerry. His <laughs> like that. He didn't know that I said it that way until the podcast. And I was like, uh Can you say it one more time? Jerry. <laughs> his name's really I call Jerry. Will Will. <laughs> we need a twang for him. How about, what should we rename Will? I don't know. We need some accent. We're going to have to think about it. Okay. All right. We'll get back to you. Yeah. We'll get back to you about <laughs> what your name will transition into. He's like, fabulous. <laughs> so for tomorrow, people can go to the Bottled Blonde on 
Instagram. Instagram. And then also Genie Inc. is going to be making a website for me. And then it will launch Amazing. on Spotify, Apple. I'll have a blog post all rolling out with all the links. So exciting. Yeah, I'm pumped. And, and much less you're launching this and then the next Blooming Bloggers event is coming up in October, just a couple of weeks later. Yeah. So it's October 6th, okay. which is a lot of things are back to back at the moment. Back to back. And, then, and she starts school. Yeah. On the 25th and the 30th. So I didn't tell you that this happened. Oh. So Oregon State stopped. Sorry. Just really going to yell at them for a second. They stopped offering a class that I need to graduate. Excuse me, what? How does that happen? Thank you. I was like, that's what I asked. I was like, how can you guys do this? They're like, well, there's no more teachers for it, but you do need this class. You're going to need to transfer somewhere. No. And they didn't let me know this until two weeks ago. (gasps) So I'd been trying to like get into this class. And um, what I didn't know is my, both of my advisors were leaving. So I'd been emailing them, no response, left them messages, all the things, And then I get an email that's like, oh, by the way, this class will not be offered anymore. And both your points of contact are leaving. So I'm like, what? So then I call like. It doesn't make sense. Thank you. Yeah. I was flustered. I would be furious. Yeah. So I called like the College of Business. I was like, okay, give me somebody in power. Yes. Like we're about to chat it up. So um, so I called. exactly what I would do. Yeah. My dad was like, go get them, honey. (laughs) So I was like, by the way, one of the classes was supposed to be in person. And I had like an agreement with the advisor who left saying that I could take it off campus because I'm doing Blooming Bloggers, podcast, blog. I'm like, I'm actually working. I'm not like sitting there in a frat house. Right, like smoking weed every day. Exactly. It's not your thing. Yeah, not really my Even vibe. if it was, it's fine. But like you're you're, you're doing shit. You're yeah. making it happen. I was like, okay, so that still needs to like be, I was like, this is my agreement I'm sending you guys. They were like, well, that was with that advisor. And I was like, no, you guys are going to grant it because at the bottom there's a stamp that says OSU. So I was like, you need to grant that. And two, you need to tell me where I can take this class. Good for you. I like this fiery side. (laughs) I got a little sassy. And he was like, all right, I get it. I get you're like a little flustered. And I was like, but also you guys can't tell me that I need to graduate with this class. Like I have 14 credits and I'm done with two majors. So you can't tell me this one class. They were like, oh, well, we are going to offer it. But two years from now. I go, well, that's unacceptable. (laughs) So he's like, you can apply to these four colleges, which I did that morning. So I you was, had to apply to other colleges. To just that. I had to figure out which one I was going to get in first, depending on admissions. So I applied to all four, literally called and was like, how soon can I get into these classes? So finally, like after oh. a day of pestering, and I stayed, I was actually at Ambrosia's 40th birthday, which is my business partner for Blooming Bloggers. Um, I was like, okay, I'm staying home and we are just going to, I'm just going to like hammer this out. So then called the advisors. I was like, what at the other colleges and I was like what do I do to like get in and they're like okay well these are all the things you're going to need to do you have to be like a visitor student since I'm not taking a major there have to play all this stuff for transcripts get approved it was like a huge cluster but then finally I was like I hopped on the phone with a different advisor because the first one was just not doing it not for me. Be she, wasn't, she wasn't snappy. She wasn't it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, what do I need to do to get this syllabus so that I can contact the teacher? Because they also told me that now I'm going to be at PSU. I would be on lowest priority because I had just entered. So everyone, including freshmen, would get first come, first serve. So I was like, all right, we're going to have to get crafty. So I got the syllabus emailed the teacher and was like, hi, you don't know me, but I need to be in your class. What do I need to do? 
and he was like I don't have that power and I was like we both know you have the power (laughs) I was like it's your class you can do it I was like I can either come into the class and sit there and do all the work and turn it in at the end of the term and you can give me my four credits or you can let me in now and I was like let's hop on a call love my calls this third time so hopped on the call for 45 minutes told him my full life story and why I needed to get in this class and finally, I think he just wanted me to shut up, which sometimes does this work is, for me. Yes. I'm learning your magic right now. <laughs> and he was like, all right, I'm giving you a special CRN. And he was like, you have 10 minutes to use it. So went on, logged into the class, came downstairs so proud of myself. Good for you. And I was like, here we go. We are now a PSU. PSU student. Yes. Taking so. a class that... Freshmen could get in before you, but somehow Literally. you're going to be there. Yeah. Hell or high water, yeah. you are going to get it done. I was like, I will be graduating this term. So, Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at. So, yeah, I'll be taking um, a class at PSU and then two or three other classes at OSU. Like, okay. a few of them are, like, electives, like, stupid classes. Mm. But I'm like, you know, if I have to do this to graduate, yep. this is where we're at. You're the home stretch. Home stretch. Almost ready. I know. I was like, okay, when I'm done with this, I'd always told myself I would give myself a podcast when I graduated. <laughs> you the- just wanted to start one. Right when you were taking exactly. your last semester. It was <laughs> perfect timing. I was like, you early, know, early graduation president. Exactly. I was like, a gift to yourself. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's kind of where we're at. So I'll be doing the podcast, Blooming Bloggers, the blog, and then school. And then once school wraps up, I'll be ready to, like, go full force. I can't even imagine what you will do going full force when you've already been doing all of this while going half forced for you because you're a student (laughs) it's just crazy I know I'm excited to finally be able to do things too and like meet with people and be able to do all this stuff and not have like the guilty conscience of school in the back of my mind because it's always like I don't know like nagging on me where I'm like okay okay so when it comes to the blooming bloggers event the theme is media makers it is so uh, when we came up with the idea of it i wanted something that was totally different than what we've done before and i was like okay there's so much more media than just instagram facebook youtube mm-hmm. like let's think about all the other people that we can like encompass with this so i have like a huge book i'm like a writer down girl and i wrote down all these ideas of stuff that i wanted us to do and i was like okay i want it to be about all different types of media okay but with not necessarily like a different age range, but people with different interests. So we have like a best-selling author on Amazon, Sarah Centrella, and she just got featured in Cosmo, like a two-page spread. Oh my gosh. I just ordered her book on Amazon because I'm going to um, Seattle this weekend. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm going to take it with me, read it before I interview her um, on the panel. And then we have you, we have Mm -hmm. me, and we have Ambrosia's going to be on a panel. We were like, why aren't we using our assets to be on panels? Right. And so we were like, okay, this is actually a good idea. It's a great idea. So, um, so yeah, we're going to have that. And then we're going to have art installations. So we have three local artists who two of them are going to do backdrops. And then one of them is going to do like an art installation. We have six vendors. So we're going to have little pop-ups. And yeah, I'm pumped. So I went to your guys' event in July. And one of the first things I told you in August was you need to charge more. I like know. you are giving so much to people and you're not charging enough. So if you are in Portland, even if you're not in Portland and you want to find value by connecting with other women and have an amazing experience, 
you have to come. Like you, you're getting such a deal by spending what it's it's like a hundred bucks a ticket. Yeah, and you get a, you get a drink with that. You I get mean, catering. You get you know, there's like free samples and everything, and like so many good business connects. Our main thing that we've realized too is like a lot of the people we're targeting, which are like millennials, don't have the extra cash flow. Yeah. So us getting them in the door and getting them resources, they're going to be like, wow, okay, I've learned so much from this event. Now I want to come back. Your whole life can change in an event like that. Totally. And it's up to you to be able to, you know, like put yourself out there, bring a business card and be able to connect with people. Yeah. But it's an environment where it's really easy to do that. And I feel like everyone is super open at those events. Like a thing that I really like to do, well, this time I've got some feedback from girls that were like, I'm so scared to network. And I was like, perfect. We're just going to have a networking activity and force you to do it. (laughs) If you're uncomfortable, we are doing more more of it. I'm like, there's going to be so much uncomfortable stuff like so we're gonna have people like have to like introduce each other and it's gonna be like forced because I feel like those connections are what make an amazing event invaluable it really is and just putting yourself out there like I tell people you need to have your elevator pitch done Mm -hmm. so we're gonna have people practice good because I think that that is so important to be like confident when you say it to know even if you are shaking inside if you sound good you look good and you have a purpose like, no one else is going to know. So there's really no need for anybody to miss out on this. Yeah. Like, you you have to come. I'm going to be telling every family member I own. I have. I own. I, I own, own my family member. Mom <laughs> and dad. I own you. I own you. <laughs> I will be telling every single family member, friend, you have to be coming to this event on October 6th. You will get to see this beautiful shining star. And Natalie, too. And I will be speaking for on the panel talking about the podcast and mm-hmm. can't wait to do that as well. I Where know. can people find you? So me personally? Yes. And the event and all oh, of the things. wow. Get prepared for 87 links okay, right now. I'm <laughs> ready for the links. Ready, set, go. <laughs> ChristinaMcGinnis.com and then my personal Instagram. Which is where you read all of the blog posts about... The dating. dating life, successful people that you've interviewed. Mm-hmm. This, the blog is the spot to be. Yeah, the blog is the spot. Along to be. with all these other places. So keep writing. <laughs> keep grab your pencil and paper or your phone. <laughs> or yeah, I guess you, you can just copy and yeah. paste. Oh, sorry, I'm I'm stuck in the Stone Ages over here. I love it. Um, and then my personal is at Christina Catherine McInnes. Um, the podcast is the Bottled Blonde. Blooming Bloggers is at Blooming Bloggers. And then we will link, um, you can type in literally to Google, like Blooming Bloggers Media Makers, and it'll come right up. It's the first one. So it's October 6th. It's from 11 to 4. It's going to be hosted at The Great Room, which we will be the first event ever in this 4,000 square foot place. Is that that called like the Maiden Voyage? No, that's with... That's with ships. Maiden. Ships? Is that a thing? (laughs) Maiden Voyage. I've just heard this recently. A Maiden Hmm. Voyage. What does that mean? Like it's the very first experience we are voyaging yeah you're the maidening and voyaging <laughs> yes, all at the are. same damn time all the things <laughs> while she's still in school like, <laughs> mind freaking blown thank you so much for being on the show i am beyond excited for everything that's coming and um, maybe i can make an appearance on your show oh she will be coming thank you so much for having me as per usual we always have a good time and we have so much more to talk about All right, guys, I will see you next week on the Age Gap Realness podcast. Until then, have an amazing day. 